What's up, guys? Welcome to the Social Bamboo Podcast, teaching only the fastest and most sustainable social media growth strategies out there. I'm your host, Derek Vidal, and on today's episode, we are talking about tips for online coaches. I talked to someone on the phone the other day, and they said, Derek, it seems like a lot of your podcast episodes are really geared towards businesses that are product-based, and I don't cater as much to the, the agencies. We just talked about agencies, but that was also, again, catered towards businesses considering agencies, uh, not for them, not for online coaches. So whether you're a coach, consultant, or a done-for-you agency, an online service of any kind, here are three tips that are not going to be tips like you heard before that are going to make a humongous impact for you, all right? I can already tell you right now, this episode is going to make a huge difference in your business for these three simple tips. So first tip we're going to talk about is how to choose your niche. This is the biggest problem online coaches do with choosing their niche. They think it's based on demographics rather than psychographics. Rarely is an online coach's niche chosen by demographics. A very common example, a lot of Uh, lady coaches, they feel like their target audience is moms. And I say, why is it moms? And they say, oh, I just feel like generally speaking, a lot of moms would buy this. All right. Now that is a pattern in your business that might be, you know, I work with a lot of moms naturally, but unless your offer would particularly be for moms. Like you have to have a kid to partake in this, or you have to be in postpartum because this is my postpartum uh, fitness class. Uh, Unless there is a specific reason why they need to be a mom, that's not your targeting. Give you another example. Some coaches will say, oh, my target audience is, you know, 25 to 45 year old people living in the United States and um and they are they have a job already it, it's just like it's so based on uh just general demographics and very rarely are things that are sold online nowadays especially coaching done more accurately based off of someone's demographics to give you an example in my own business i work with a lot of businesses that are ready to run their first Instagram ad campaign, or as I say, their first profitable Instagram ad campaign. So whether they've run an ad before, or they've never done it before, or they've been in business for 20 years and are now just going over to social media, or they started their business two months ago and are now just getting into social media, whether they're a guy or a girl, whether they live in this country or that country, whether they make this amount of money or that amount of money, none of that really matters compared to, do you need help? running an Instagram ad and you want to do it successfully the first time and you don't want to waste a lot of money, perfect, I help you. The psychographic of I'm looking for people in this particular place in life is going to be so much better for me to target around. And if you are targeting people based off of all of these demographics and age ranges that are literally just you guessing, or maybe you've got some sales and you're just looking at the patterns, you're like, well, most of them are moms, so I guess it's mom. Well, most of them are between 25 and 45, so I guess that's the age range that I'm selling to. Most of that doesn't matter unless the offer specifically is geared towards helping those people and only those people, then that's not your niche. Coach programs are easiest to sell when the program has a defined starting point and a defined ending point. So once you've defined the point A and Z in your program, and then you say, okay, here's exactly where it starts. 
what are some of the things that I would know about this person before they would come into my program? If you're selling a fitness coaching program and you say that point A is for someone that has been working out for a couple years and they're stagnant, they've plateaued, they already go to the gym consistently, so they're not at the point where you really need to hold their hand and tell them why fitness is important and why they need to get their ass in gear and get to work. You're not at that phase of coaching them. Uh, Your coaching program is more for people who have plateaued and they're really ready to take it to the next level and they need the coach. What would be some things that you would know about them? Well, you would know that they probably already have a gym membership. They probably already have bought a ton of athletic gear. So you could target them based off of athletic gear companies that are really popular. They probably are buying a bunch of uh, supplements and protein. So you can target them based off of that. I'm thinking about it from the Instagram ads back end, just knowing how you can target people, which is really beneficial to know about this even before you, uh, long before you get to the point where you're ready to run ads, just so you can start playing out uh, you know, certain things about these people that you'll actually be able to target them off of. But coming up with solutions like that to your niche that, you know, my target demographic, they probably already have a gym membership. They've been going for at least two years. They probably buy a bunch of protein and supplements. Those facts about your people will be so much better for you than uh, they're probably 25 to 45 and um, mostly males that's just not a good way to target. So target based off of psychographics and a particular time in life rather than demographics. The second tip is to delete your application form. A bunch of online coaches like to copy big online coaches and do everything they're doing, which is one of the issues with just mimicking other businesses, especially that are at a completely different point than yours, because Big businesses like these big coaches have these application forms simply because they have so many applicants that they're trying to weed people out before they get them on a phone call. Someone that I worked with in the past that was explaining his application process, he was saying that he would ask them like what their budget is for spending on coaching like right on the application and if they didn't fill out the the number that he wanted or they didn't say something like I'm ready to invest in my education right now then he would just cancel the call for most of you coaches out there you're not in a position to do that and there's plenty of people who come on the call with you as you know that say I'm not ready to invest right now and then 45 minutes later they're buying your program so to weed people out especially if you're not getting very many calls per week like less than five per week to weed people out because you're like oh I don't think they're quality enough or I don't think they're at the right time you're not at that point where you should be doing that. There's also a bunch of people that once they start filling out the application, they just get distracted, such as myself, and they just completely forget about it. And then maybe they never remembered to come back again. And they were a totally qualified prospect who was going to buy from you, but they got distracted or they just didn't want to do it because a bunch of coaches have been doing this for decades now. These annoying ass applications. It's like when you go to the doctor's office and they make you fill out your name and address and then you flip on the next form and it asks for your name and address again. And every form is just completely useless because you're going to get back there and they're going to ask you all the same questions. And that's the same thing that's happening with you. You're asking them all these questions on the application. Then they get on a phone call. You ask them all the same questions. And the thing is, is until you've been 
doing sales appointments for like literally years. Every single sales call, even if it ends up in a no sale, is probably super beneficial for you. It gets you better at the phone, gets you some more lines that you can say with the next person, helps you handle objections potentially, or it gets you a client in the future because they loved your approach, they loved your pricing and all that, that just wasn't a good time for them, and then now they know about you, so maybe you just randomly get a sale from some of these no sales later, uh, or you can get them to follow you on Instagram, subscribe to your YouTube, you know how these calls go, even when they don't buy from you, it's usually such a positive experience for both of you, and usually after I do a sales call with someone, even if they don't buy, they end up liking all my Instagram posts in the future from there, just because we've actually broken the barrier and spoken before. So stop being so stingy about who you're even willing to get on the phone with if you don't even have the skills to close people on the phone well. And and if you think you're really good at it, you probably aren't, right? Like you have to know so much to know how much you don't know uh, as far as closing on the phone goes. And if you don't have at least, like I said, five years and hundreds, if not like 10,000 hours is said to be the mark that of a true master of how much uh, hours of experience is actually required. Unless you have over 10,000 hours, stop trying to weed out all these calls. Unless you also have so many applicants and you really have to be picky, these phone calls are still going to be very beneficial for you. So if you are leading for people to uh, book a free consultation call with you, just have it go directly to the Calendly link where they can pick a time because it's such a breath of fresh air for these people where they see that they don't have to fill out this annoying 10-page application that asks them a bunch of leading questions about their budget and how important it is to them, and they already know what you're doing. They're just You're just trying to pre-close them and pre-qualify them, and uh, it's just an obvious process that you're just trying to say, hey, it looks like you're qualified to work with me. It's just obviously going to be that result. So they get on the phone and they are completely unquality, which is probably going to be very rare that this even happens. You can end the phone call early if you need to, but don't be worried about just making it easy for people to book calls with you. Here is the third tip. It's going to sound very simple, but this is one of those tips that if you really grasp this concept, this is my own concept. I've never heard anyone talk about this, but I promise you this is one of the biggest things that I'm doing in order to always have more content to put out, in order to always be ahead of my students, always have something to teach them, and always have more lines of coaching and and new videos that I can come out with, it all comes down to this. Learn with the intent to teach. From now on, as you go about life, anytime you're learning about anything, don't learn it just from the standpoint of, okay, cool, I think I get it. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. I I learned it. I listened to you. You need to learn with the intent that the chances you are going to have to teach this to someone at some point are very high. And this is, you know, mostly in regards to your niche, but really everything in life I apply this to because everything in life is related. You can go get scuba diving instructions and you can relay it back to why uh, it, it's a, a tip for growing at the gym or growing your Instagram. Everything's related if you really can grasp concepts at the root of you know what, what is really being taught. So if you go about life with this mentality that every time you're learning something new, you're learning it with the intent that someday you will have to teach it to someone, 
the amount that you will focus is tenfold. The amount that you will retain all that information is also tenfold because the mind is way less likely to store information that it doesn't deem important. And if you are learning things from my podcast or from any other entrepreneur out there, anything that could ever be used someday or possibly taught to someone, if you're just learning it like it's just some other random skill that you're not gonna have to know, don't expect it to really get stored or comprehended really the way that you need it to. And when you learn with the intent to one day teach it, it also really helps you put things into steps as you learn them. As people are teaching you them, you're like, okay, step one is this, step two is this, step three is this. And you're not really just trying to put all this information into your brain in no order. You're putting it in an order as if you're gonna have to teach it to someone someday. The other thing that it does is as you hear people deliver very complex information to you, because the average person isn't that great at teaching things, even if they have the knowledge, the way that they deliver it can be hard to grasp for everyone. And that's what an online coach really does. You are so good at learning that even when someone explains something in a very complicated way, you can hear how you would then re-explain that to someone in a simple way. And if you are going about life doing so, it's going to make content creation very easy. It's going to make being an amazing coach very easy. And as you go and you develop these simple tips, what you want to do is instantly put it down on your phone. Always document all the amazing thoughts you have throughout the day. So those are the three tips that I got for you online coaches out there. For those of you that could use a little bit of extra help for guiding in your business, be sure to book a call with me. There's no application form. It'll literally take you five seconds. So if you wanna talk to me for 45 minutes for free, consulting your specific situation, I guarantee it will be the most beneficial call you take all year, all right? I've been doing this for a while now. The information that I can give you on the podcast is pretty much worthless to the quality of information that I can give you on a 45-minute coaching call. If you don't believe me, hey, don't book the call. Otherwise, join the ranks of everyone else who's booked one and be like, holy shit, that was a lot more productive than any YouTube video I could watch. So uh, hope to talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next time. 